Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Today, we have a wonderful question from Aria. So Aria actually asked three different questions, and we're going to talk about each of them because they're each really brilliant questions. But today, we're going to look at the question, do other planets have atmospheres and volcanoes, specifically Proxima B and C? So again, just a wonderful question. There's so much to get into here. So let's start with other planets, right? So other planets in other solar systems, we can find those, but we've only been able to find them for just the last few decades, really. So we call other planets in other systems exoplanets. Exo is outside of or beyond, so it's beyond our own system. Now, the planets in our own system, the ones that are close, we can see them with a telescope. Like you could go out and you could actually see Mars with your own eyes. You could use a telescope to look at. We've sent spacecraft there, but Mars is really close. Planets like Jupiter are pretty close to us compared to exoplanets. Exoplanets are sometimes hundreds, thousands of light years away. So when we look at them with our telescopes, they look like single points of light to us, if we can see them at all. Most of the time, we can actually only see the light coming from the star. Now, we did an episode about that recently. I'll put a link to that in the description box. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can dive into more of how do we find these other planets. But the way that's gonna be really important for our discussion today is that we can use the light coming from the parent star, so the star that the planet's going around, to tell us about the planet that's orbiting it. So we can look for the dip in brightness when the planet passes in front of that star. It blocks just a little tiny bit of that light out. So there's also a couple of other pieces of information that we can get when we look at the star and its light. And that brings us to atmospheres. So do other planets have atmospheres? Yes, absolutely. In our own solar system, we see a huge range of different kinds of atmospheres. An atmosphere is the layer of gas held to a planet or a star or a comet by gravity. So gravity is holding it in. Now, you could think about this like an air blanket. That's my favorite example for it. And some planets have really, really thick air blankets or thick atmospheres, and others have very, very thin, barely any there. For instance, the moon and Mercury, they actually do have a little bit of gas hanging around them, but so little that most of the time we just say, oh, they don't even have an atmosphere. They technically have one. And others like Jupiter have huge atmospheres. Now, sometimes we can breathe the gases in that atmosphere, like Earth's, and others we can't because they're types of gases that we don't use or they could even be poisonous to us. 
and it has to be the right temperature and the right amount. So if there's not enough atmosphere, we won't be able to breathe either. So that's why when we eventually get to explore other planets, we need to bring spacesuits with us and bring our own air to breathe. Now, when we want to talk about an atmosphere around an exoplanet, finding that's trickier because we can't just look at the planet as easily as we can for the planets in our own solar system. But we can look at the light coming from the star and we can use a little bit of a trick. So light has a lot of information in it and we can use something called spectroscopy. So when we look at colors, the colors tell us what the material is that gave that light off or it can tell us what material the light had to pass through to get to us. Now, atmospheres, light passes through atmospheres, right? So if we look at the, the star and the light coming from the star that we know that there is a planet around, we can look at its spectra. We can look at the colors coming from the rainbow of it. Now, when its planet passes in front of it, between us and the star. We can't see the planet because we're way, way too far away. But there still is a little bit of light that's going to go through the atmosphere of the planet. It won't go through the solid planet itself, but it'll go through the atmosphere and then keep coming to Earth where our telescopes are, or maybe we've got our telescopes up in space. And we can see how the color of the star, its spectra, changes ever so slightly, just a little bit. And that can tell us what's in the atmosphere of that planet, even though we can't see the planet itself. That's pretty amazing. And so far, we've seen that there can be lots of different kinds of atmospheres on different planets. Now, Arya, your second part of the question was about volcanoes. Now, we think that there probably are volcanoes outside of our own solar system. We found lots and lots of them in our solar system. We found the kinds of volcanoes that we have here on Earth and on Venus. And we've also found another really special kind of volcano called a cryovolcano or an ice volcano. And we find those on bodies like Pluto and Ceres and Titan. We're going to talk about Titan coming up soon, by the way. But we don't know if there are volcanoes in other systems. We think that there probably are because they're really common in our system. And so there's probably systems that have planets just like ours. So planets that are rocky and made of rock and metal in other systems, we call them Earths. So ours is Earth, but those are Earths. Now, if they're a bit bigger than Earth, we'll call it a super Earth. And if they're smaller than Earth, we'll call it a mini or a sub-Earth. So we think that planets like that probably have volcanoes. And there may be volcanoes, the ice volcanoes on icy planets, the dwarf planets and satellite planets of other systems as well. But when we look at those planets, we can't see them in the same detail that we see the planets in our system. So we have to guess. Now, we can actually use that trick that we were talking about before with light to give us a little bit of a clue. 
So if we look in the atmospheres of planets that might be able to have a volcano, like an Earth, well, if we see certain chemicals in its atmosphere and its air that are given off when volcanoes erupt, we can guess that maybe there's a volcano there. We can't say for sure, but we can say that there are signs, there's a clue that there might be a volcano there. We can also look for the infrared light coming from a planet. So infrared is a color that we don't see as humans. Infrared is a little bit redder than red. So remember that there's lots of different colors. The light is electromagnetic radiation. And we see a very small amount of the light that's there. But we can use telescopes and we can use certain tools that will let us be able to detect that light. Even though it's not visible to humans, we can still detect it with our instruments. And what happens with this is if we can see that planet, it'll only look like a single point of light to us. We won't be able to see any details about it. We won't be able to see if it's covered in clouds the way Venus is, or red like Mars, or if it's got blue water and green life all over it like Earth. But we can see the light coming from it. And in infrared, if that light, or that relates to how hot it is, the color of the light is going to tell us a little bit about how hot it is. If we see that increase, then maybe we can think maybe there's a really big eruption happening on this planet. But until recently, we haven't had telescopes good enough to do that. But since we launched the James Webb Space Telescope, if we happen to be looking at the right planet that's close enough with the right conditions and a really, really big eruption, we might be able to spot it. But there's a lot of ifs. So we're going to need bigger, better telescopes, and many of them need to be in space like the James Webb to be able to start to see if we can find these volcanoes. We think they're there, but we haven't found them yet. Now, lastly, you asked about Proxima b and c. So Proxima Centauri is the closest star to the sun right now. Remember, stars move around, but for all of our lifetime, it'll be the closest star. And it's part of a three-star system called Alpha Centauri. So it's the brightest star in the constellation of Centaurus, which is the centaur. And there's two kind of sun-like stars that are orbiting around each other really, really close. And then Proxima Centauri C, excuse me, Alpha Centauri C, which we call Proxima Centauri because Proxima means close, right? that is orbiting around the two of those sun-like stars. And Proxima is a little red dwarf star. So it's a very small and cool for a star. It's still really, really hot, but for a star, it's a cool star. And we have discovered an exoplanet around it. So we call it B, a little lowercase b after the name of the star. And this is the planet that we have confirmed. There are two other planets that are not confirmed, that some scientists think are there and some scientists aren't sure yet. So we're still waiting on more data to find out whether they're really there or not. But B, we think, is an Earth-like planet. So we think that it is rocky like Earth and it orbits in a special area around its star called the Goldilocks zone or the habitable zone. And this is the distance away from a star where it could have liquid water on its surface. 
Now, just because it could doesn't mean that it is there, but it's the right temperature. It's not too close to the star where it would be really, really hot or so far away that it would be too cold. So this is really, really exciting to us. And it's a terrestrial planet. So maybe it could have volcanoes just like Earth. And we know that Venus and Mars, and even the moon have has had volcanoes. It's also really interesting because it's probably what we call an eyeball planet. It's tidally locked to its star. So just the way the moon only ever shows us one face, the moon is spinning, but it's spinning at the same speed that it takes, the same rate it takes to go around the Earth. So we only ever see one side. There is another side to it, the far side. But that happens with Proxima Centauri b as well. So one side of it we think is always facing its star and one side is always facing away. So the the side facing the star is going to be really, really hot. And we think that in the very middle of the part facing the sun is going to be the hottest. So it might kind of look burnt like the center of an eye. And so the whole planet from space might look like this big eyeball. Now, the other two possible planets, we have C. Now, C is either a super Earth. So it would be like Earth made of rock and metal, but a lot bigger and more massive, made of more stuff. Or it might be a mini Neptune. So an ice giant like Neptune, made of these heavier chemicals like water and ammonia and methane, but that it's a lot smaller. And we're not really sure which kind of planet, or maybe if it's a whole different kind of planet, it is, if it's there. Now, the third one is D, and this one would be a mini Earth, which we think is even closer to its star than B is. And it might be what we call a lava world. And you can guess why we call it this. It's so close to its star that the rock and metal would be melted all the time. It would be basically this big ball of lava. So you could say kind of, not exactly, but that it's basically one giant volcano. So these are the closest exoplanets to us. And in time, we hope to study them more. And maybe these will be the first exoplanets that humans get to visit or that we get to send our robotic missions to as we get better, faster spaceflight. For now, this is a good place to wrap up. This was a great question. Thank you so much for sending this in. And of course, if anyone else has questions that you would like answered on the podcast, please go ahead, have your folks send it to the email in the description box and check out that other episode on exoplanets as well. Thank you so much, everybody. I hope you have dark skies and stay curious.